Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning. It is 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Ted Woodward. Steve McIntosh has the day off. It is Thursday, January 4th. We do have rain and snow in the forecast, so we'll get our full forecast coming up in just a few minutes. Currently in Wichita, we have a clear sky, a breeze out of the east. It is 30 degrees here on this Thursday morning, January 4th. The Sedgwick County Commission holding its first meeting of the new year. The commission adopted their 2024 legislative platform, which focuses on appropriations and policy issues of public service, public safety, fiscal responsibility, and workforce and economic development that are important to the county to continue to maintain the high level of service and programs. Commissioner Ryan Beatty says the platform addresses the unique needs the county has. We have a job to contend for our constituents here locally. Um, Our needs in Sedgwick County are different than uh, in Johnson County or in Saline County or in Riley County. We have unique needs here, and we've got to contend with our state delegation for serving our constituents here the best that we can. The platform will be presented to all members of the Kansas House and Senate. The 2024 Kansas Legislative Session begins Monday, January 8th. Rodney Price, KNSS News. More court documents related to sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein have been unsealed, revealing several high-profile names. The federal judge releasing nearly 200 names that were previously redacted from court documents filed in a since-settled defamation lawsuit brought by one of Epstein's accusers against Ghislaine Maxwell. Now, former President Bill Clinton is one of the biggest names here, and the documents detail his personal relationship with Epstein, including four trips Clinton took on the convicted sex offender's private plane in the early 2000s. Now, in the deposition, one victim was also asked if Epstein ever talked to her about Bill Clinton. She answered, quote, he said one time that Clinton likes them young, referring to girls. That's Fox's Brooks Singman with that report. A Wichita man is going to spend nearly 18 years in prison for the deaths of two people and the injuries of two others. 40-year-old Dennis Jackson pled guilty to charges of voluntary manslaughter for the deaths of 39-year-old Jose Alvarez and 22-year-old Neosha Allen. They, as well as two others, were shot at a house party more than a year ago. A senior official in the U.S. Department of Education stepping down, citing President Biden's handling of the conflict in Gaza. 
Taria Habash, a special assistant in the education department, said in a letter to the education secretary that he cannot stay silent as he claimed the administration is, quote, turning a blind eye to the atrocities committed against Palestinian lives by Israel. Habash is a Palestinian-American who was appointed early in Biden's presidency as part of a build-out of the Education Department's focus on student loan forgiveness. In addition, 17 Biden re-election campaign staffers issued a warning this week in an anonymous letter saying that Biden could lose voters over the issue of the war between Israel and Hamas. The Biden campaign did not immediately respond. Ted Lindner, Fox News. A woman was injured. She was hit by a truck in East Wichita. This happened early last evening near Harry and Parkwood just to the west of Harry and Edgemore. Police officers found a woman in her 40s. She'd been hit while walking in the crosswalk by a truck that was turning south from Harry onto Parkwood, and the driver is cooperating with this investigation. The deliberations over the location for the new state mental hospital are continuing. It's down to four sites, Park City, Bel Air, and a couple in Wichita. Neighborhood opinions are split. Some people say this kind of resource is needed, Others worry about the impact it could have on their neighborhoods. One of the four proposed locations for a new state psychiatric facility is the empty lot located off of Meridian and MacArthur. It's been the subject of a neighborhood debate for people living in the area. What do you do with those New Year's resolutions? And we have another dog on the list. Tell you what that's about. And, of course, our full weather forecast with rain and snow in the offing coming up. We're off and running here on this Thursday morning. KNSS News Time is 6.04. It's 6.09 with Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Younger Americans are making New Year's resolutions. A new survey finds young people are more likely to make resolutions in 2024 as opposed to older Americans, um, with over 60% of those in a CBS YouGov survey saying they plan to make one compared to just 15% of those aged 65 plus. While health and fitness goals top the list of the resolutions, the survey finds more and more Americans want to make faith a priority. Nearly 6 in 10 Americans say they want to pray more. Coming out of last year, Fox News polling found 53% say 2023 was a bad year for them. And another 66% believe it was a bad year for the country. And that's Fox's Lauren Green with that report. The American Kennel Club officially recognizing a new dog breed. They're courageous, happy, affectionate owners, and these little doggies even have a smile. Meet the Lancashire Healer, the newest addition to the list of recognized dog breeds by the American Kennel Club. It's a big deal for breeders of the small on stature, big on activity canines. It means the rare herding breed is now eligible for thousands of U.S. dog shows, including the prominent Westminster Kennel Club show. The American Kennel Club says there are only about 5,000 of these dogs that exist worldwide. John Saucier, Fox News. It's 610 with Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. We'll keep you updated all morning long on the traffic commute. It'll be a little different today. Tomorrow, let's check in, and Jad Chambers will keep you updated all day. Jad? Yeah, we'll be different tomorrow, that's for sure. Uh, for today, right now, traffic conditions not so bad. Uh, traffic volumes just kind of starting to pick up. We do have some pretty heavy traffic right now uh, southbound 
on I-135, and this is actually just past uh, 47th Street South there. So uh, that's the uh, area that we're talking about um, as that kind of turns into the the turnpike sort of area. So uh, just something to be aware of there. Just got some heavy traffic in that area. Stalled up vehicle southbound I-235 pretty close to Central. Watch for slowdowns around that as well. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And let's take a look at our weather forecast as we head into the first uh, weekend of the new year. Some interesting things are coming up. Let's check in with meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Some parts of south-central Kansas are dealing with some foggy conditions again today. Clouds increasing as we go throughout the afternoon with a high 44. Winter weather will start impacting south-central Kansas here tonight. A mix of rain and snow with a low 29. Occasional snow through tomorrow with a high 35. The potential of 1 to 3 inches is most likely. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Currently in Wichita, we do have a breeze out of the east. We're under a clear sky. It is 30 degrees here on this Thursday morning, January 4th. We have some weather changes coming our way, it looks like. Here uh, t- today, tonight and tomorrow. All right, we'll keep an eye on that, and Dan Holiday will keep us updated. Thank you, Dan. It is six twelve with Stephen Ted here on KNSS on this Thursday morning. Looking back on my notes, Jad, the last when was the last time I hosted this show? It was the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah, we it's going to say excited it was, for Thanksgiving. It was quite a while back, if yeah. I remember right. And now uh, here we are after the New Year, getting back at it. You've been on quite a streak, Queen Marguerite. Rode through the capital of Denmark in a gilded horse-drawn coach as she concluded her last New Year's celebrations before her abdication coming up in 10 days after 52 years on the throne in Denmark. Thousands braved the biting cold today, cheering on the popular queen. Good, probably going to be her last public appearance as monarch. She's 83 years old, Queen Marguerite, Europe's longest reigning monarch. She's going to hand over the throne to her oldest son, Crown Prince Frederick. Hmm. First such resignation in Europe's oldest ruling monarchy in nearly 900 years. Goes way back. So We had a change in Great Britain of a longtime ruler, and now the same thing in Denmark is going on. Starting this month, some new personal computers that run Microsoft's Windows operating system will have a special co-pilot key launching the software giant's AI chatbot. All right. Getting third-party computer manufacturers to add an AI button to laptops. It's the latest move by Microsoft to capitalize on its close partnership with ChatGPT maker OpenAI and make itself a gateway for applications of generative AI technology. Yeah, they've they've tried to do this before. It just, uh, I don't know, didn't really seem to take off the before. So we'll, we'll see if this uh, works out a little bit better for them maybe. How long will it be before there's a button on my keyboard I push and I don't even need to be here anymore? AI will take <laughs> over the show. Yeah, well, as long as I keep drawing a paycheck, I can do my job. <laughs> oh, um, maybe you saw this. A judge in Nevada attacked in court by a defendant who just did a vault right over the bench. <laughs> and looks like he was making a, a airborne tackle in a football game. Sparked a bloody brawl, court officials and attorneys, as he was about to be sentenced to prison in a felony battery case. Apparently, the irony was lost on this guy. He's going to, yeah, going to prison for battery, and he attacks the judge. Yeah, 
Not a good idea. Violent scene captured yesterday by courtroom video in Vegas. Court officials said the judge has unspecified injuries. She was not hospitalized, though. Uh, a courtroom marshal, by the way, security did not have a good handle on this situation. <laughs> Apparently if you're, if not. you're allowing a guy to vault no. and attack the judge. If if you can clear the distance and make it to mm, the yeah, judge. Yeah, then you're not doing your job, yeah. whoever those uh, security people were. A courtroom marshal was hospitalized for treatment of a gash on his forehead and a dislocated shoulder. The 30-year-old defendant was punched, wrestled to the floor, and arrested on multiple new felony charges, including, guess what, battery Mm. on a protected person. His defense attorney did not respond to any requests for comment. (laughs) His defense attorney. Idiot. (laughs) Yeah. Accusations of plagiarism ruined the careers of academics and undergraduates alike. Well, the latest target is the president of Harvard, Claudine Gay. She resigned a couple of days ago. Reviews by Harvard found multiple shortcomings in her academic citations, including several instances of duplicative language. She was basically just taking stuff from other sources and just reading it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, While the university concluded the errors were not considered intentional nor reckless and did not rise to misconduct, the allegations continued, new ones as recently as Monday. Many came not from her academic peers, but her political foes, led by conservatives who sought to oust her and put her career under intense scrutiny in hopes of finding a fatal flaw. Focus on Gay came amid backlash over her congressional testimony about anti-Semitism on campus. New York City has banned vendors from the Brooklyn Bridge. Really? This is a change that ends a bustling market that supplied cheap goods to tourists on the iconic crossing. Police officers were stationed in pairs yesterday along the mile-long span. The ban is aimed at easing congestion on the bridge's heavily trafficked pedestrian walkway. There's too many people setting up shop there. They're, sounds like they're clearing them out. Yeah. Sellers acknowledge the bridge has recently been inundated with tabletop businesses. They're selling everything. Uh, you know, I Heart New York hats, you know, keychains. The vendors say that the city's total ban has gone too far. Well, Mayor, Mayor Eric Adams is defending the prohibition as necessary to ensure pedestrian safety and clamp down on what he described as growing disorder. Yeah. Yeah. You can't uh, walk or jog uh, along there if everybody's got a table set up. I suppose not. And, of course, you don't want people, you know, yeah, like, you don't want people driving on the bridge to, to be stopping and, and 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 stopping to shop somewhere. It's like the, the old gonna temple. going to cause a big problem. Like the old temple in Jerusalem. Jesus got mad. Yeah, Those guys are all setting up shop right outside the temple and making it a mess. All right, it's 618 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Let's take a look at what's going on in sports. And we start out with Shocker Basketball tonight at Coke Arena. And it is the American Conference opener, Wichita State hosting one of the new conference members, North Texas. Of course, uh, these teams were opponents in the conference back in the Missouri Valley Conference, back 50 50 years ago. Now they are reunited as conference foes now in the American Conference. The Shockers and the Mean Green. Very similar records. North Texas is 7-5. and five. The Shockers are 8-5. and five. Tough to score on the Mean Green. North Texas is fourth in the nation on defense, allowing only 59 points a game. Yikes. Hard to even get 60 against them. Ooh, yeah. Uh, North Texas is a top 100 team in the net rankings. FanDuel thinks it'll be close. FanDuel has the Shockers as a favorite on home court by a point and a half. 
Should be should be an entertaining game between these two. Mike yeah. Kennedy and Dave Dahl. Here's a got to pay attention to the start time tonight. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl begin their pregame coverage at seven o'clock. The game tips off at eight o'clock at Coke Arena. And that uh, if you want to listen to the Shockers on the radio, it's one hundred three point seven K E Y N. A little bit uh, different yeah. start time than we're used to on some of these. What? Why so? Eight o'clock because it's on TV. Oh, television. Yeah, no, television. Right. Dictated what time it was on. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That Shocker basketball tonight at Coke Arena, eight p.m. tip off. We had uh, women's basketball last night in Manhattan. Eleventh ranked Kansas State beats Houston. Boy, did they seventy-two thirty-eight. <laughs> the K-State women have won 10 straight home games, and they're now 14-1 and on the season. K-State senior Aoka Lee with 27 points, 11 rebounds. And a K-State freshman out of Wichita, Zayanna Walker, had a career-high four steals. She also had four rebounds and 12 points on five of seven shooting from two-point range. K-State ladies ranked 11th in the nation with a big win. They're now 14-1 and on the season. How about a Juco basketball yesterday and uh, action in El Dorado as Butler Community College was hosting Hutchinson in men's and women's action. Not a good night for the home team at the power plant. Visiting Hutchinson got both wins. The Hutchinson women ranked 11th in the nation. The the women's matchup was a battle of unbeatens. It was third-ranked Butler hosting 11th-ranked Hutchinson, and Hutchinson got the win, 73-54. Wasn't even close. So the Hutchinson women are now 13-0 and on the season. First loss for Butler, now 12-1. and And in the men's game, it was number 21 Hutchinson defeating number 17 Butler, 63-60 to in a close one. Hutchinson men are undefeated on the road, and they are now 11-2 and on the season. Pro hockey in the NHL last night. The Toronto Maple Leafs win on the road in Anaheim, beat the Ducks 2-1 to in overtime. And a couple of former Wichita Thunder play. Oh, one former Thunder player in this game. Forward Bobby McMahon. He didn't get to finish it. He uh, he was ousted from the game for a misconduct for boarding a Ducks player in the second period. Yikes! So, Bobby McMahon playing rough. But uh, the Maple Leafs won that game, two to one in overtime. Back to back win for the Maple Leafs. And they're in third place in the division. Let's go to the NBA. Last night, the Cleveland Cavaliers win at home. They beat the Washington Wizards, one hundred forty to one hundred one. Snapping a two-game losing streak. Starting at forward for the Cavaliers, former Kansas State Wildcat Dean Wade. He had two points and three rebounds. And coming off the bench for the Cavaliers, rookie from Wichita State, Craig Porter, the former Shocker, four for five shooting. Eight points, three rebounds, three assists. Cavaliers in the number seven spot in the Eastern Conference. And the Indiana Pacers win at home, and they beat the Milwaukee Bucks 142 to 130. Coming off the bench for the Pacers, Buddy Heald, who played at Sunrise Christian Academy in Bel Air. Buddy made a couple of three-pointers on his way to ten points. Hey, the Pacers have won five in a row, and they're in the number five spot in the Eastern Conference. There you go. That's Sports with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. It's 622 with Stephen Ted here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. We have a traffic and weather update on the way. And... What's going on with online dating? Mm, A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. That's coming up next on KNSS. Nationally recognized Marconi awarded radio show. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 
Good morning. It is 631. You are listening to 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is Thursday, January 4th. Currently in Wichita, we have a clear sky. It is 30 degrees. A man has been sentenced to life in prison for a deadly Wichita shooting. 40-year-old Shannon Cabot Jr. was found guilty in September in the killing of 49-year-old Dennis Haynes back in the summer of 2022, as well as four counts of kidnapping. Cabot has now been sentenced to life with parole eligibility after 25 years. A co-defendant in this case is scheduled for a hearing one week from today. Ukraine and Russia swapping hundreds of prisoners of war. Moscow says this deal is the result of complex negotiations mediated by the United Arab Emirates. 248 Russians are being returned and 200 Ukrainian prisoners sent back from Russia. It's the first agreement of its kind since August. Moscow has been accused in the past of trying to weaponize prisoners. Some of the Ukrainians taken captive were caught defending the Chernobyl nuclear power plant, Snake Island in the Black Sea and the city of Mariupol in the early months of the war. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. A couple from Great Bend on their way to Wichita for a doctor's appointment hit a patch of black ice on the highway. It happened early yesterday morning, causing the van driven by Jill Lane's husband, John, to slide, spin, and then roll into a ditch. So when we finished rolling, I looked over at my husband. He was fully intact. We had no blood, no broken bones. We just looked at each other and just, it it was this huge, incredible sigh, like, we're okay. And she credits her husband's driving skills and seatbelts for saving their lives. A federal labor watchdog accused SpaceX yesterday of violating a labor law by firing several employees. The U.S. Labor Board complaint alleges SpaceX illegally fired eight workers who criticized CEO Elon Musk and wrongfully interrogated dozens more. The former employees, along with about 400 other SpaceX workers, signed an open letter in 2022 calling Musk's public statements and behavior embarrassing and distracting. SpaceX leaders say the letter diverted attention from company operations. A National Labor Relations Board regional director will try to settle the case, seeking, among other things, reinstatement for the employees, back pay, and an apology. Carmen Roberts, Fox News. Wichita City Council voting to approve a $10 million project to give Plainview on the southeast side of town a new community center. The project is using capital improvement dollars originally designated for park improvements in the area. new community center is going to be five times bigger than the current one. It will have a gymnasium, computer labs, classrooms. It will provide a place for the community to come together. The plan does include space to establish a food bank at the center. Construction of that community center is set to start next year. The old Colvin Resource Center is connected to the elementary school, and the school will be taking that space back. Wichita police saying a TikTok trend showing how to steal certain types of cars is causing a spike in thefts here in the Wichita area. The Kia Challenge. This comes after a series of similar thefts across the nation because of a TikTok trend demonstrating how to remove the steering wheel and then start the car. More and more people are falling victim to this trend here in our area. The police department has seen the number of stolen Kias and Hyundais go up and down. However, Wichita is currently seeing a spike in Kia and Hyundai thefts. 
It's a new high for the United States national debt. The national debt now tops $34 trillion, up a trillion dollars from just a few months ago. White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre says tax cuts approved by Republicans are responsible for 90 percent of the deficit over the past 20 years. There's a trickle-down debt, if you think about it. The debt figure also includes billions of dollars in emergency spending during the COVID pandemic. Republicans and Democrats agreed to a debt limit increase in June, raising the borrowing limit through this year. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. The flu season comes with a double threat as COVID infections are also on the rise. This flu season has already caused more than 7 million people to get sick in the U.S., according to CDC estimates. About 73,000 cases have been serious enough to require hospitalization, and 4,500 people have died. Although COVID causes more severe disease to the average person than flu, so many more people are infected with flu right now, says Vanderbilt University's Dr. William Schaffner. Flu is so dominant that there are more patients with influenza milder infections that can go home, but also people that need hospitalization. Experts say it's not too late to get a flu shot. And if you do get sick, call your doctor right away to get tested for flu and COVID. In Atlanta, Jonathan Seri, Fox News. It's 637 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS, and we've got some interesting weather coming our way. Let's check in, get the weather forecast with meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have new data in that is showing a storm system arriving in south-central Kansas later on tonight and continuing through much of Friday. It has the potential to bring us one to three inches of snow with some isolated higher amounts where snow bands set up up to five inches in some areas. So we'll watch this carefully. Today's high 43. The wintry mix begins tonight. Cello 29, snow Friday and 35. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. And currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the east. We're under a clear sky. It is 30 degrees here on this Thursday morning, January 4th. 637 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Forest rangers have rescued a hiker in upstate New York who survived a wet, wintry night trapped above a cliff on a rugged Adirondack mountain peak. Hope Lloyd was solo hiking the day after Christmas when she slipped and fell hundreds of feet down South Dix Mountain. Yikes. 46-year-old woman was sliding straight toward a cliff, but she was stopped by a small spruce tree. Oh, wow. All right. She said she was extremely grateful to escape with only cuts and bruises, adding, I just want to hug everybody. Rangers finally reached her at 1.30 in the morning, about eight hours after she fell, and they gave her some warm food, dry clothes, and helped her bushwhack on the trail wow that's yeah. pretty fortunate that could have ended in a much much worse way it's six thirty-eight with Stephen ted here on knss now it's time for some great information yeah it's the commodities update daily with tom leffler of leffler commodities good morning tom well good morning ted and jad well wednesday the live cattle and feeder cattle future spent the majority of the session trading negative on an inside trading session now the good news is the cattle did bounce off late in the session off those lows and closed two-sided now cash cattle trade has developed in the north feed yards at 175 dollars a head which is 275 above last week's average price lean hog futures traded and closed mix yesterday the february contract made another new contract low 
On the close, February live cattle, 7 cents lower, 171.85. March feeders up 57 cents at 227.02. And Feb hogs down 2 cents at 65.30. Now, overall, there was a lack of fresh market moving news Wednesday for the grain markets. The corn and soybeans traded mixed and closed higher, while the wheat traded and closed negative. Now, crude oil was up over $2.5 yesterday, and we saw the Dollar index for the fourth straight session make new moves to the upside. At the moment, March Kansas City wheat five and a half cents lower at six sixteen. March corn down a penny at four sixty four and a quarter. March soybeans down four and three quarters at twelve seventy two and a quarter. February crude oil up eighty two cents at seventy three fifty two. February gold nine and a half dollars higher two thousand fifty two thirty. March S and P four and a quarter points higher at forty seven hundred fifty. We're looking at the March dollar index now, 16 cents lower at 102.03, and March Dow Jones futures up 84 points at 37,781. For commodity trading, ag marketing, or managed trading programs, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Well, here early in January, is there anything on the commodities front we need to keep an eye on here early in the year? Well, we're enjoying the recovery we've been seeing take place in our livestock markets. And if this weather system moving in, that could give us some more upside in the cattle market. But, boy, the grain markets are off to a very negative start for the year. And we're also seeing the energy market start to go up higher as we continue to see problems over the Red Sea. Yeah, what's going on with the cattle market? What's going on in a good way? Well, in a good way, we pushed it down too far going into the end of last year. They overextended the downside, so we've seen some technical upside. But also we're looking at the fact that we're going to see less and less cattle available out there down the road. We have an inventory report coming out at the end of January here, and it will most likely show that our herd is getting reduced even more. So tighter supplies will probably bring higher prices down the road. All right, there you go. Tom, have a great day. Thanks for being with us. Thank you, Ted. That's the Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities every weekday morning at this time right here with Stephen Ted on KNSS. The Plain Talk Personal Finance Guide. We'll find out more about that with money tracker Don Grant. He'll be with us shortly. Looking forward to that. It's 641 with Stephen Ted, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Six forty-six with Stephen Ted in the morning here on ninety-eight-seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. Keep it here. Coming up shortly, it's the Money Tracker with Don Grant. Always good stuff. Now, Stephen Ted, it's time for three big things. Three. Ukraine and Russia are swapping hundreds of prisoners of war. Two. Sedgwick County Commission holding its first meeting of the new year, setting up its agenda for state legislators. One. Shocker men's basketball tonight. The American Conference opener hosting North Texas. That game will tip off at 8 o'clock tonight at Coke Arena. Listen to the Shockers on 103.7 KEYN. Three big things with Stephen Ted, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Right now, the traffic conditions in the Wichita area are looking pretty good. Not really seeing any big problems. 24 hours from now when we've may have seen some snow out there that will be different but for right now things are uh, looking okay on the roadways just starting to see some heavier traffic on the highways at this time it's not really seeing anything slowing down traffic update from 98 7 and 1330 knss is brought to you 
by Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Now they have two locations, downtown at Market and Waterman and 47th Street South and Broadway in the former Kmart building there. You can see it all at carlstire.com. Carl's Goodyear, your home for complete car care. And looking at our weather forecast here on this Thursday, first Thursday of the year, looking at a high today of 43 degrees with clouds increasing today. And then overnight, we're looking at rain turning into snow. Overnight low down to 29 degrees. And then tomorrow on Friday, occasional snow. We're looking at a couple of inches and a high of 35 degrees tomorrow. Currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the east. We're under a clear sky. It is 30 degrees on our way to a high today of 43. It's 648 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS here on this Thursday morning. First Thursday of the year. Uh, the London Zoo has begun its annual animal census. Obedient penguins lined up to be counted yesterday, while an endangered Sumatran tiger cub playfully gnawed at a chalkboard with his name on it. The London Zoo will tally about 14,000 animals during a two-day period. They have to do that. It's a requirement for its license. Everything from alpacas to zebras will be added up. The information then will be shared with zoos around the world to help manage breeding programs of endangered species. Do they interview them, too? Yeah, might as well. <laughs> the zoo added a little two-toed sloth to its menagerie last year, along with 17 chicks hatched in the birdhouse. The London Zoo got to count all 14,000 of those animals. Oh, man. Big zoo census. Wow. I'm sure Sedgwick County Zoo does that, too. We need to well, they, they, find they out would need to to find out who's, who's how many new ones they, they got, got around. Got those pregnant elephants. Got those three oh, pregnant lady true. elephants out that's there. That's true. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. Good luck at the London Zoo. It's 649 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Let's take a look at how the stock market fared yesterday. Stocks ending lower as investors digested the minutes from the Fed's December policy meeting. Fed officials believe rates are likely at their peak for this cycle, but stress the importance of remaining vigilant and keeping rates high until inflation was clearly moving down sustainably toward their 2% target. Tech stocks pulling back again, dragging the tech-heavy Nasdaq lower, while pharma stocks bucked the downward trend with shares of Eli Lilly, Amgen, and Merck among the gainers. The Dow winners, Amgen, Chevron, and United Health Group, the Dow Decliners, Caterpillar, Boeing, and Home Depot. The Dow down 285 points, the Nasdaq down 174, S&P 500 down 38. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. The Plain Talk Personal Finance Guide. Did you bring it in with you, the guide? The, the entire the big, guide uh, here is on, this, on this, one, <laughs> this one sheet of paper in front of me. Here he is, the money tracker, live in studio, Don Grant, CFP. Hello, Don. Good morning, Ted and Jad. Well, you know, an Internet search for some personal finance questions led me to a cleverly worded blog site that gave salient steps to managing your financial life. Now, I hope to not offend anyone, but it's called... The hell yeah group. Well, the first question in their process is to ask yourself, what the H-E double hockey sticks do you want to do with your darned life? And how much will it cost you? So they just want to ask you right out there. I, I find it to be a great reminder and a good way to begin the new year. First of all, they're asking you to create goals for yourself. The questions are the same ones. I'll start with in a planning session. What do you value personally? What are your personal goals? What are short, mid, and long-term goals? 
What are your business values and goals? And how do we apply them to short, intermediate, and long range, essentially applying it to your life in different stages? Then the goals turn into a math question. How much will these goals cost? With those numbers, we create a balance sheet. You have things that will cost money, so how good are you at earning money? We net the cost of the goals together, but not before pricing in the most basic things. Those are the day-to-day living expenses. What does it cost to exist in your current lifestyle? Can you afford to live and go after the goals? If not, there's plenty of simple solutions like earn more and spend less. Through their plain talk, the advice is similar to what you'll hear from most planners. Set up an emergency fund in a safe, liquid account that earns the highest amount of interest possible. If you have a hard time doing that voluntarily, set up an auto withdrawal from your paycheck or checking account that forces you to put that money away. This is after you set a target and plan to fund it. All this cannot get done without good organization. So one of the steps is to get your sheesh together. They didn't say sheesh. They advise creating separate buckets of money that cater each goal. Bottom line, know what's going on with your money and how to access it. They just had a good way of putting it and making it very straightforward. And, of course, if you have any questions, why don't you give me a call at Saber Wealth. The number is 267 600 Well, that all goes back to what you preach almost every day is the planning ahead. and Plan, plan, and, plan. Uh, you know, don't put things off till tomorrow what you should be doing today. That's that's very wise. Yeah, if we would, if I would just do it, <laughs> it it is difficult to do. But you know, it, I I find that most people find a time in their lives, generally in their, well, not generally, but often in their mid fifties or so, when they start to realize their mortality. They see that their kids are, mm-hmm. you know, are, are are going through school, and that there that there is an end in sight as mm-hmm. to when they're going to be, be able to not have to continue to support them. And they start looking forward and they realize that, you know what, I got to get serious about retirement. And that's, you know, if you've been putting it away to some degree, it's not a bad time to just sit down and really just put it, put it in order. Very good. Thanks for stopping in. Well, my pleasure. My pleasure. I like it. You got another nice winter coat on. Well, it's a, it's a, my daughter picked this one out, you know, it's sort of a tweed kind of thing. It's got a little inner zipper sweater thingy, you know, but. uh, Oh, that's attached to the coat. It is. Oh, it is. Wow. You can actually zip this That's thing out. Cool. Yeah, it looks like it looks kind of like a sweater, but it's like. But it's, it's actually part thing. of the coat. Nice. Yeah, that way the you know because there's holes between buttons. Will you your know? daughter please buy me a nice coat like that? She didn't it's buy it for me. It she out. picked it, it out picked for it out. me. Well, yeah, no, I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when I was visiting her in D.C., we went to a store and she said, "Daddy, this looks like you." So I said, yeah, "Okay." Yeah, very nice. Actress Diane Cannon is 85 today. Ooh. Now, didn't she just produce that uh, Archibald, the Archies? Uh, she was she was married to Archibald Lynch, right? Yes, Lee, Archibald yes. Leach. She is a widow of Cary Grant. Cary Grant. Yeah, yeah. I think she just produced a film on his life that might be on one of those streaming services. Oh, you might want to check that out. I would like to check that. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. And the actor who plays him is pretty convincing. I mean, I just saw excerpts from it, but. Uh, how old is she? Eighty-five. Oh, I don't know if I want to see that. She, I bet she's got some great stories to tell. Oh, you're man. married to Cary Grant. Oh man! <laughs> wow. I bet most of those good stories are off camera. 
Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. probably. Oh, she had the best curly hair and all, all that. She was gorgeous. Frizzy curly hair. Oh, oh yeah. Gorgeous. Happy birthday to actress Diane Cannon, 85 today. Don, we'll let you get on with your day. All and right. Thank you for stopping in. Thank you. Talk to you tomorrow. That's the Money Tracker. Don Grant, CFP, live in studio with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Hey, coming up, we have a big 7 o'clock hour on the way. Business, news, weather, traffic. Still trying to fix that road up in Bel Air. We'll have details on that. KNSS News Time, 656. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning. It is 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Ted Woodward. Steve McIntosh has the day off. It is Thursday, January 4th. We'll take a look at a street in Bel Air that's still causing problems. The USS Gerald R. Ford aircraft carrier is returning home after his extended deployment defending Israel. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Our weather is quiet now, but things are going to be changing by late tonight and tomorrow. A winter weather advisory has been issued across south-central Kansas. We'll talk about what that means here in just a few minutes. Currently in Wichita, we have a clear sky, a breeze out of the east. It is 31 degrees. Work continues in Bel Air. Trying to figure out why a new stretch of road along Woodlawn is sinking into the ground. The Kansas Department of Transportation has been doing testing, collecting samples between 37th and 45th Streets North. The Bel Air City Council expected to have the results and recommendations from those tests by the 1st of next month. The deadliest bomb attack in Iran for decades. Still no claim of responsibility. Iran now says at least 84 people died in the two explosions in the city of Herman. The bombs went off as people gathered to mark the fourth anniversary of the death of a top general killed by the United States. Qasem Soleimani was seen as Iran's second most powerful person before he died in a US drone strike in Iraq in 2020. Iran's supreme leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei has vowed what he called the terrorist attack would be met with a harsh response. Suspicion is falling on Arab separatists and jihadist groups like ISIS. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. After months of extra duty at sea providing protection for Israel, the USS Gerald R. Ford aircraft carrier strike group heading home. The Ford and its accompanying warships will be replaced by the amphibious assault ship, the USS Bataan and its accompanying warships, the USS Mesa Verde and the USS Carter Hall. The three vessels had been in the Red Sea and have been transiting toward the eastern Mediterranean over the last few days. The U.S. Sixth Fleet, the European-based U.S. Navy Command that's responsible for ships sailing in the Mediterranean, said the Ford will sail for home in the coming days. The Ford was sent to the eastern Mediterranean to be within striking distance of Israel since the day after the Hamas terrorist attack in October. The carrier stayed in the eastern Mediterranean while its accompanying warships had sailed into the Red Sea where they repeatedly intercepted incoming ballistic missiles and attack drones fired from Houthi-controlled Yemen. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin visited the Ford last month. Since it was extended in the eastern Mediterranean, the Ford and the USS Dwight D. Eisenhower aircraft carrier have been part of a two-carrier presence 
bracketing the Israeli-Hamas war, underscoring U.S. concerns that the conflict will widen. Attacks on commercial ships had led some companies to suspend transit through the narrow strait, which connects the Gulf of Aden to the southern Red Sea and then to the Suez Canal. The Eisenhower has recently patrolled near the mouth of the Red Sea waterway, where so many commercial vessels have come under attack in recent weeks. This salute to service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner, a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military. Just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The shooting death of the Muslim imam in Newark, New Jersey yesterday is still being investigated. State leaders are trying to emphasize safety. New Jersey Attorney General Matthew Plakin said the murder of Imam Hassan Sharif has understandably left. A heightened sense of fear or anxiety at the news of this slaying. And while Essex County Prosecutor Ted Stevens said evidence does not support what some fear. It does not appear that the imam was a victim of a biased crime or that this is related to terrorism. State AG Plakin says security is heightened at houses of worship not just in Newark, but also throughout the state of New Jersey. Just in case, in Newark, New Jersey, Gernal Scott, Fox News. A judge in Kansas approving a motion by prosecutors to dismiss three felony charges of aggravated sexual battery against 23-year-old Jackson Mahomes, the younger brother of Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick. Jackson Mahomes pleaded not guilty to the charges, but he still has one remaining misdemeanor charge, could go to trial. This is all in connection to an incident at a restaurant in Overland Park. Assistant District Attorney Megan Ossens says they did not want to drop the charges but had to, given the charge, uh, given the change in the witness's cooperation. New Jersey Attorney General Victims, especially in sexual assault cases, recant for a variety of reasons. I did domestic violence cases for 14 years. A recanting victim was pretty much the norm. And the case is scheduled for a pre-trial hearing in March. Another new feature on Facebook, people are worried about privacy. And what were travelers doing last year? We'll have those numbers coming in for flights. And, of course, our live forecast, the KSN StormTrack 3 forecast with meteorologist Ron L. Williams is coming up with the rain and snow on the way. We'll want to hear for see what Ron L. has to say. KNSS News Time is 7.06. It's coming up on 710 with Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. A new feature on Facebook has some users once again worried about privacy. Facebook only recently began featuring link history, which is just as it sounds. It builds a list of links you click within Facebook's mobile app. And yes, it is used for targeting advertising to you. And yes, the default setting is to have this switched on. And if you switch it off, they promise to delete the history in 90 days. However, Facebook touts the new feature as a one-stop shop for keeping track of your link history. And Yes, there is a warning in the fine print saying they will use your link history to improve the ads they show you. Eben Brown, Fox News. Transportation numbers show that last year travelers were on time more of the time than years before. 
Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says flight cancellations were at a 10-year low in the U.S. He said of more than 16 million scheduled flights, only 1.2 percent of them did not take off, a good stat for what turned out to be in 2023 the busiest year ever for air travel. Secretary Buttigieg did also make note of easier methods for rebooking canceled flights. This after major failures to accommodate travelers in the 2022 holiday season and huge penalties it brought because of what was an 8% cancellation rate that year. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. It's 7-11 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. And really quickly, taking a quick look out there at things going on in traffic right now, just not seeing any big issues in traffic uh, here and there, just some heavy traffic. But other than that, really no problems in the Wichita area at this time that we're seeing. Uh, once again, one of the bigger issues that may be out there is just kind of a potential one, stalled out vehicle, southbound I-235, right around Central. Some heavy traffic there, but just not really seeing it slowing down too badly. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now let's check in and get the live KSN Storm Track 3 forecast. Here's meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Hello, Ronnell. Hey, good morning, Ted. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Not too bad. You know, I feel like at this point, at least when it comes to our weather, we're just kind of sitting, you know, sitting around waiting for things to change. You know, of course, uh, uh, earlier this week, you know, kind of uh, the new year coming in like a, a, a lamb, but we're about to see uh, the at least the, the next few days where things are going to be shaken up a bit mm-hmm. when it comes to our forecast. We have just this train of storm systems that's going to come through. And let us not remember that it's January now, or let us remember... <laughs> not not remember uh, that it's January now. So uh, typically when we have these storm systems come through, there's likely going to be some wintry weather associated with them, which could also lead to some hazardous travel. So uh, we do still need the moisture, uh, but what we don't need, we don't need the slick conditions, the slower travel. But unfortunately, we may have to uh, uh, take that as well with the moisture that's on the way. So uh, getting right into things, uh, first and foremost, we will start to notice some changes today with increasing clouds in our skies. Uh, sky conditions not in too bad of shape right now, actually seeing a pretty nice sunrise out there in the Wichita area. Cold, though, below freezing, uh, rebounding up to a high of 44 degrees. That average high still around 43, so... While it is going to be cool, at least it's going to be uh, seasonably cool out there uh, during the, the warmest part of our afternoon with a light southeast breeze at 8 to 18 miles an hour. More clouds thicken up tonight. That's going to lead to a 50% chance of rain and snow, uh, dropping down to 31 degrees. So we're going to dip down just below freezing by the time a lot of us are waking up around daybreak early tomorrow morning. And that's where we may see uh, at times a little bit more snow than rain, even though we are still expecting that mixture uh, to continue. As we go through the early part of our Friday, tomorrow there's going to be a 60% chance, so uh, looking more like a likelihood versus a chance of snow mixed with rain. But it does look like that moisture should gradually taper off as we go through the day. High of 35 degrees. We'll also be under a winter weather advisory all the way through 6 p.m., but then late Friday night, 
will drop down to a 20% chance of rain and snow, and then that's going to eventually lead to a drier Saturday. Still cold out there, though, with a high of 38 on Saturday. Able to rebound back up to 43 on Sunday, still with a lot of cloud cover. And then another storm system late Sunday night going to get its uh, act together. That's going to lead to already keeping an eye on an 80% chance of rain and snow come next Monday. So as a lot of us are returning to work, into early next week. It looks like we're looking at more potential for hazardous travel out there. Possibly a few lingering snow showers into early Tuesday and turning colder again with a high of 33. Looks like things should be dry Wednesday, possibly into Thursday, but we may be looking at a little bit more snow uh, towards the latter part of next week too. Right now we're at 30 degrees. Light east wind at 8 miles an hour. Sky's in pretty good shape. Not seeing much cloud cover just yet, but give it time because that's going to change here pretty soon. So when should we expect precipitation to begin? It may begin as early as later on this evening, 7, 8 o'clock, but it is looking like it may hold off a little bit longer than that. So by the time a lot of us are hitting the sack, going to bed, you know, to recharge for tomorrow as we head back into the office, I do see that's when the majority of that rainfall getting started. But, Ted, at the same time, I mentioned we're expecting a low either right at or below freezing tonight. So at the same time, while a lot of us are sleeping, yes, rain expected to move in, but uh, there's also going to be that switch to a rain-snow mix, maybe even some wet snow by the time a lot of us get our day started early tomorrow. Yeah, and we're going to have a lot of people exiting Coke Arena about 10 o'clock tonight, so be interesting to see if anything's going on then. Yeah, as long as we plan accordingly and we all make sure that we're driving safely, we all want to make sure that we get to our destination safely, right? So let's make sure that we're doing just that. All righty. Thanks for checking in. I will, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Ron L. All right. Yep. That's the KSN Storm Track 3 forecast. Meteorologist Ron L. Williams live with us here with Stephen Ted on KNSS. It's 716 here on this Thursday morning. Authorities in western Michigan are looking into uh, missing persons cases and unsolved murders after speaking with a convicted murderer with terminal lung cancer who recently passed. Uh, the sheriff uh, said that detectives interviewed truck driver Gary Artman on three occasions before he died last week in the prison hospital. He said his detectives are collaborating with other law enforcement agencies on unsolved cases using information gleaned from those interviews. Uh, they're not saying how many cases are getting fresh scrutiny. Uh, this is a guy that was sentenced in October to life in prison without parole for a, a rape and murder back in the 1990s of a woman in Michigan. Election officials in Puerto Rico say the governor's office has to stop using the slogan, making things happen, to promote the administration's work. Okay. Because they say it looks like election campaigning. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Anybody that gets in office starts campaigning for the yeah, next election. That's... Well, they say the phrase can no longer appear on ads launched with public money by the mm. administration of the governor, who is seeking a second term, of course. Uh, the opposition uh, popular Democratic Party has challenged the administration's use of that phrase, making things happen. Uh, the guy who oversees the election comptroller's office says the slogan could allude to both achievements and goals and thus should not be used. Uh, and then uh, a spokesperson for the governor's office is evaluating this decision. So the governor can't use the phrase making things happen there's, in Puerto Rico. There's some kind of fine line there, I suppose. Yeah. Somewhere. And, and they're <laughs> bickering about it. Yeah. All right. It's 718 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. And let's take a look at what's going on in sports. And we start out with Wichita State men's basketball action tonight home at Coke Arena. 
Nine home games remain, all conference games. FanDuel thinks this one will be close. Wichita State hosting North Texas. The Shockers are 8-5. and five. The Mean Green, 7-5. and five. FanDuel has the Shockers on home court as the favorite, but only by a point and a half. Tight. Uh, North Texas is a top 100 team. This is the American Conference opener for both. Tough to score on North Texas. The Mean Green, number four in the nation on defense. They're only allowing 59 points a game. So you can't even score 60 on them. You've got to play some good defense, too, along the way. Very interesting to see how this one plays out. Uh, North Texas and the Shockers tonight. Now, Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl, listen to these times here. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl begin their pregame show at 7 o'clock tonight, and the game will tip off at 8 o'clock tonight at Coke Arena. And you can listen live to the Shockers on 103.7 KEYN. Conference opener for Shocker basketball tonight. Of course, don't forget coming up at uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday. It's the final game of the regular season. The Chiefs already have their playoff spot locked in, so it's kind of a meaningless game. And thus, quarterback Patrick Mahomes will not be playing in this game on Sunday. So the backups get a chance to get out there and get some action. But, of course, we'll have the game for you live on Sunday, 3.25 p.m. kickoff. And it'll be right here on KNSS. Don't forget, our sports is brought to you by South Central Kansas Problem Gambling Task Force. That next Chiefs game is Sunday at 3.25 p.m. Patrick Mahomes, quarterback, will not be playing for the Chiefs in that one. All right, let's take a look at uh, Juco men's basketball last night. Cowley College at home in the top ten, hosting Colby, winning it 90-70. Cowley is now on an 11-game winning streak. The Cowley men are 13-1 and on the season, and they are ranked ninth in the nation. Pro basketball, let's go to the NBA last night. The Houston Rockets win at home. They beat the Brooklyn Nets 112-101. Starting at guard for the Rockets, former Wichita State shocker Fred Van Vliet. 21 points, 10 assists, and he was dialing it up from long range. Six of eight from three-point range in this one. 14 wins at home this season now for the Rockets. That's tied for the best in the conference. Back-to-back wins overall for Houston. Rockets are in the number eight spot in the Western Conference. And Fred Van Vliet with another double-double there. 21 points, 10 assists, and six three-pointers. Some other uh, NBA action. The New York Knicks win at home at Madison Square Garden. Beat the Chicago Bulls 116-100. to Coming off the bench for the Knicks, former Kansas Jayhawk Quentin Grimes made a couple of threes on his way to eight points. Back-to-back wins for the Knicks, and they're in the number eight spot in the Eastern Conference. And that's sports with Steve and Ted. Sports brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center, proud to serve veterans that served our nation. Located in northeast Wichita, Bel Air Recovery Center improves the lives they touch. It's 721 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. We have a traffic and weather update on the way. And tis the season for respiratory viruses. More on that on the House Call for Health. That's next on KNSS. It's 724 with Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Coming up, we'll tell you about a couple of suspects from Wichita involved in a drug deal that got nabbed. Now, Steve and Ted, it's time for three big things. Three 
A Wichita man sentenced to 18 years in prison for a double murder shooting at a house party more than a year ago. Two. More court documents related to sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein have been unsealed. One. Sedgwick County Commission holding its first meeting of the new year, putting up an agenda for state legislators to take a look at. Three big things with Stephen Ted, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Right now, seeing some really heavy traffic starting to uh, show up. Some pretty heavy traffic right now, east and westbound on Kellogg, right around Seneca. And uh, westbound Kellogg on the ramp from Seneca, we've got a stalled-out vehicle. So uh, watch out for slowdowns in that area. Traffic update, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Now they've got... Two convenient locations, downtown at Market and Waterman and 47th Street South and Broadway in the former Kmart building there. You can see it all at carlstire.com. Carl's Goodyear, your home for complete car care. And taking a look at our weather forecast here on the first Thursday of the year, looking at increasing clouds today and a high of 43 degrees. And then overnight tonight, looking at a low of 29 degrees with rain turning into snow. Still more occasional snow tomorrow on Friday. We're looking at a couple of inches. High tomorrow of 35 degrees. Currently in Wichita, we do have a breeze out of the east. Clear sky. It is 31 degrees here on this Thursday morning. Hey, whiskey lovers, come to the Monarch for nightcap specials every night from 10 till midnight. Mm, Get half-priced pints and $7 signature old fashions. The Monarch, West Douglas right there in historic Delano. What a great place to hang out, the Monarch. It's 726 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Coming up, we'll be taking a look at the leader of Hezbollah adding fuel to the fire in the Middle East. Those details are next. KNSS News Time is 726. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning. It is 7.30. You are listening to 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is Thursday, January 4th. Currently in Wichita, we have a clear sky. It is 31 degrees. Two suspects from Wichita were arrested in Meade County in far southwest Kansas for the distribution of meth and fentanyl. The investigation began back in September, and then yesterday... Kansas Bureau of Investigation agents located the pair. Troopers then initiated a traffic stop on Highway 54 in Meade County. Two pounds of methamphetamine and about 2,500 pills presumed to contain fentanyl were uncovered during those arrests. The suspects were booked into the Meade County Jail for distribution of methamphetamine, distribution of fentanyl, possession of drug paraphernalia, distribution or possession of a controlled substance, using a communication facility, and a conspiracy so those two guys from Wichita are in jail in Meade County. The leader of Hezbollah adds fuel to the fire after the death of a senior member of Hamas. The death of Salah al-Aruri is being described as a major and dangerous crime by one of his most powerful allies. The deputy leader of Hamas died in a drone strike in Lebanon. Israel hasn't confirmed it's responsible, but Lebanon's main armed group Hezbollah is in no doubt. Hezbollah leader Hassan Nasrallah saying the killing will not go unpunished, raising fears of regional escalation. His organization's been firing rockets across the border since the war in Gaza began. 
began. Israel took out four Hezbollah members in an airstrike yesterday. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. The votes are in to determine the winner of last year's Red Cross Battle of the Badges. And for a fifth year in a row, the Wichita Fire Department was declared the winner. Close race, determined by only three votes. Fire Captain Chris Fleming says even though it is a competition, they're all working for the same goal. All the members of the committee are, you know, really good friends anyway. And, you know, we give each other a hard time out on the streets anyway. And we know as first responders that the need for blood products is never, never goes away. More than 1,200 blood donations were collected during the course of the Battle of the Badges. The migrant bus battle intensifies in the suburbs of Chicago. At least five more Chicago suburbs this week approving restrictive ordinances to curb random drop-offs and unscheduled buses full of migrants from Texas. One of those communities, Hinsdale, reports at least 11 migrant bus drop-offs since last week. Hinsdale does not have the resources to handle such situations, even in good weather. Village President Tom Cauley, as Texas Governor Greg Abbott continues sending migrants who are overrunning border towns by the tens of thousands to destinations across the country to alleviate the state's strain in Chicago, which recently began cracking down on migrant bus drop-offs. There are over 15,000 migrants currently looking for homes. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. During the past week and a half, thieves have stolen generators from a couple of Wichita food truck companies. Noble House Food Truck got a loaner and has reopened, but Moab Barbecue still needs a generator and is relying on its catering business to carry through. Moab uh, Barbecue's generator was stolen about 10 days ago. Business owner says she gave the police security camera pictures and license plate numbers, but has not heard back. Thieves stole two generators from Noble House earlier this week, but the food truck did reopen yesterday. A customer loaned the business a generator. The thieves broke into the Noble House storage box, took a couple of generators, cords, an inverter, fans, and heaters. The thieves were in a red Ford pickup truck. This is the second time someone has stolen one of its generators. Yesterday, the city of Wellington lifting a boil water advisory after being placed on it back on Saturday. An annoyance for businesses in Wellington. They've been trying to deal with situations like this. Restaurants in Wellington have had to buy cans or uh, liters of soda pop, bottled water, ice, make other adjustments. city of Wellington has dealt with two boil water advisories now in the last six months, but for different reasons. Back in August, blue-green algae causing issues in the water quality, creating the need for that boil water advisory. Then this most recent one on uh, December 30th last week, water treatment plants suffered a pump malfunction. Simple to remedy, but because of unfortunate timing of being the New Year's weekend, the boil advisory stayed in place longer than usual. The issue itself was fixed the same day, but labs were closed for the holiday, so couldn't get to, couldn't get it done until lunchtime yesterday. Restaurants in Wellington finally began using their normal water service again. An old inactive bomb washes up on a California beach after storms pummel the Pacific coastline. The Santa Cruz County Sheriff's Department taking to Facebook to share a photo of a World War II-era U.S. Navy practice bomb that washed onto the dunes south of Santa Cruz on New Year's Eve. The rusty device was covered in debris but recognizable because of its missile shape. 
Deputies say the Travis Air Force Base Explosive Ordnance Disposal Team was called in as a precaution, determining it was not active and transporting it to a base in Fairfield. High tides most likely the reason for beaching the bomb. Its debut follows the National Weather Service issuing warnings of high surf and dangerous coastal conditions in the region. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. This year's long mass exodus from New Jersey continues. New Jersey was the most moved from state in 2023, the sixth year in a row that the Garden States won that dubious honor, bestowed upon it by United Van Lines, which does a year-end analysis of such things each year, finding that most of the people left because they'd retired or were seeking changes in lifestyle, but the state's high cost of living was also a major factor. Close on New Jersey's heels, Illinois, North Dakota, New York, and Michigan. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. And uh, Kansas wasn't too far out of that top five. I think Kansas was eighth on that list of the most moved from states. Yeah. According to that survey every year by United Van Lines. It is 736 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Let's take a look at our weather forecast. Interesting stuff coming up. Let's check in with meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have new data in that is showing a storm system arriving in south-central Kansas later on tonight and continuing through much of Friday. It has the potential to bring us one to three inches of snow with some isolated higher amounts where snow bands set up up to five inches in some areas. So we'll watch this carefully. Today's high 43. The wintry mix begins tonight. Cello 29, snow Friday and 35. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Currently in Wichita, we have a clear sky, a breeze out of the east. It is 31 degrees right now here on this Thursday morning. 737 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Glad you're with us here on this Thursday morning, first Thursday of the year. The Associated Press went behind the scenes trying to capture what former tennis star and gender equality champion Billie Jean King referred to as the birth of women's hockey. She made the reference while addressing New York players in the dressing room before they played Toronto in the Professional Women's Hockey League inaugural game on Monday. Billie Jean King helped launch the league in bringing together the world's top players. A lot of it's paid for by the owner of the Los Angeles Dodgers, Mark Walter. The game was a sellout. Fans also purchased just about every stock of merchandise they could get their hands on. It was supposed to last a month. Wow. <laughs> it didn't even last one night. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. Of it all. There you go. The women's, the professional women's hockey league is underway. Hey, are you planning a trip this winter? Yeah, it's tempting to look for sunny spots where you can get on the beach and play golf or whatever. Sure. But there is something to be said for taking a winter vacation to northerly destinations at their coldest, darkest times of the year. We're not talking about skiing. We're talking about really far up north. Attractions at cold weather destinations include things like ice caves, Hot springs, wildlife, looking at the northern lights. you got to check your weather forecast and plan your days strategically based yeah, on sunrise and sunset, especially. Yeah. And, hey, you can save a bundle on airfare and more compared to trips that you might take in May or October or between the, between those time <laughs> periods. Yeah. you got to, of course, you'll have to buy some warm and waterproof boots. And uh, if you want to conserve space in your suitcase, you got to wear the boots on the plane. Yeah. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. But on how far north you uh, want to yeah, go. Exactly. <laughs> but some people do take those winter destination sure. vacations. Yeah. Generally, ESPN. they do it in the summer, but. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. ESPN has apologized for a video clip of a woman, topless, that was shown during the broadcast of the Sugar Bowl football game in New Orleans on New Year's night. Sorry. It was aired coming out of a commercial during the second half of Washington's win over Texas in the semifinal game of the college football playoff. There's a clip of people wandering on Bourbon Street in New Orleans, and, yep, sure enough, a woman pulled down her top and exposed herself. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what you get for having a camera on Bourbon Street. <laughs> you know something's going to happen. The family of a mother of eight, who was a huge Star Trek fan, ensuring that the final frontier will be her ultimate resting place. Gloria Nolan died 12 years ago. A small quantity of ashes from her cremated remains are to be in one of the 250 memorial capsules set to be launched into space later this month. Launch organizers hoping the rocket carrying the capsules will wind up nearly a third of a billion kilometers from Earth, roughly past the orbit of Mars. The remains or DNA samples of Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry and original series stars, Nichelle Nichols, DeForest Kelly, and James Doohan are also expected to make that trip. So their, uh, their remains will literally be out there in space. Yep. We're coming up on 741 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. And we'll be talking, uh, of course, we'll have a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal on the way. So we'll be previewing that. We'll take a look at equity bank shares and see what that stock is doing. We'll also be taking a look at what uh, South Korea is saying about the regime in North Korea and the possible successor, if that need be. It's all on the way. KNSS News Time is 741. It's 7.46 with Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. A local business update from the Wichita Business Journal is on the way. We'll take a look at some luxury apartments in the Wichita area. That's coming up shortly. Now, Steve and Ted, it's time for three big things. Three. Ukraine and Russia swapping hundreds of prisoners of war. Two. More court documents related to sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein have been unsealed. One. 
Wichita State men's basketball tonight. Conference opener hosting North Texas. That game will tip off at 8 o'clock tonight at Coke Arena. Listen to the Shockers on 103.7 KEYN. Three big things with Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And traffic now. Uh, just watch out. Stall that vehicle. Westbound Kellogg ramp to Southwest Boulevard, the Meridian Edwards exit there. Uh, some fairly heavy traffic in that area, although for the most part I'm seeing that uh, eastbound. Uh, that traffic does appear to be quite a bit heavier eastbound right there. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. And let's take a look at our weather forecast here on the first Thursday of the year. Looks like a high today of 43 degrees with clouds on the increase. And then here it comes. Overnight, rain turning into snow. Overnight low tonight down to 29 degrees. And then tomorrow, some occasional snow on Friday. We're looking about a couple inches and a high of 35 degrees tomorrow. Currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the east. We're under a clear sky. It is 31 degrees on our way to a high of 43. Hey, find the comfort of a hat. Express your personality. Go to Hatman Jacks and find your own style. See why people from around the nation make Hatman Jacks their destination. Right there at the clock tower in Delano. What a great Wichita place to go. Hatman Jacks. It is 748 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. All right, I've got a story here, and I've got a little trivia question for you that you can uh, put in your brain and impress hmm. people with here. All right. All right. It is, of course, of course, it's it's the or January. It's cold up north. It's really cold in northern Europe. Stark weather contrasts. Some extreme cold and snowstorms disrupting transportation and closing schools in Scandinavia. Uh, but if you go to over to the south and western Europe, you got flooding and heavy rain. Anyway, let's go up north. As the temperatures have plummeted in the Nord- Nordic region for a second day in a row yesterday, in Swedish Lapland, it's really cold. In fact, their coldest January temperature in Sweden in 25 years. Yikes. Snow, gale force winds disrupting transportation throughout the Nordic region. Several bridges closed, some train and ferry services suspended. A lot of schools in Scandinavia closed. All right. So here's your trivia question. How cold did it get up there? Well, it got cold no matter it got cold no matter what thermometer you used. The temperature was 40 degrees Celsius and and 40. Was, I'm sorry, it was minus 40 degrees minus Celsius 40, and, and it was also 40. minus 40 degrees Fahrenheit. That's right. That's where the two thermometers intersect is when it's 40 below. So there's your little trivia question if you want to impress people. Where where do Celsius and Fahrenheit intersect? And that is 40 mm. degrees below zero. 40 degrees below zero. You know, I knew that, Ted, because of a show that we both watched, Futurama. Yes. Yeah, where they, they made a, a joke about it being 40 below when someone said Fahrenheit or Celsius, and the the response was, well, first one, then the other. Yeah. Nope, <laughs> nope. And they're both correct. So there you go. Minus four. It's re- no matter uh, no matter which therm- thermometer you're using, it's really cold in Sweden. Colder than it's been in a long, long time. Uh, the intelligence service in South Korea looking at the young daughter of North Korean leader Kim Jong-un as her father's likely heir apparent. Uh, South Korea says this is the first of its kind uh, look regarding uh, the preteen. She's allegedly uh, reportedly aged 10 years old. Her name is Ju-A. 
And the NIS, citing a comprehensive analysis of her public activities and state protocols provided to her, uh, the service said it still considers all possibilities regarding the North's power succession process because the current leader, uh, Kim Jong-un, is still young, doesn't appear to have any major health issues. He does have at least one other child. Uh, Kim Jong-un turns 40 years old next week. But South Korea is already uh, trying to get its finger on who might be next if something happens. Apparently, this 10-year-old girl is uh, is the next one in line. But that's a very, very weird and unstable country, North Korea. So anything could happen, I suppose. And, you know, he's been known to – this family has been known to off itself and other relatives if they get too powerful. Mm. It's 751 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Hey, let's get a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. As Equity Bank shares closed in on one month since the announcement of its first bank purchase in more than two years, Wichita's only publicly traded financial institution has seen its stock boom nearly 23%. Equity is the holding company of Equity Bank, has seen its share price move from about 27 bucks before the market opened in early December when it announced plans to acquire Missouri's Bank of Kirksville and its parent company, Rockhold Bank Corp. So it was 27 bucks, and now it's uh, 33.50. As of yesterday afternoon. Mm. And on the day of that news, uh, equity stock surged more than 9%, and the momentum has not slowed down. At the end of last week, the last trading day of the year, equity's stock hit a 52-week high of nearly $35. So equity, uh, that equity stock is doing great. During a year that saw the arrival of several new luxury apartment developments across the area, the Wichita rental market... Still one of the most competitive in the region and in the country. According to a recent national analysis, Rent Cafe's year-end report found that Wichita had the second hottest Midwestern small market and the 11th most competitive in its size category in the, in the country. Wichita's national ranking a couple of spots higher than the apartment search website's analysis back in September. Mirroring that report, the city trailing only uh, Madison, Wisconsin in the region for the year. According to Rent Cafe, the Air Capital's lease renewal rate about 64% last year. That's three percentage points higher than the national average. Also contributing to the competitiveness for apartments. Available Wichita rentals typically filled within uh, 26 days. Significantly beating the national average of 38 days. So you got to pounce on those Wichita apartments when they become available, and that seems like that's what people are doing. And that is a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal here with Steve and Ted. And we'll have more local business news coming up one hour from now in the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, rescue workers braving the cold to save people still trapped under the collapsed buildings in western Japan after the big earthquake. More soldiers bolstering rescue operations today, providing those in need with drinking water, hot meals, setting up bathing facilities. That it was a 7.6 magnitude earthquake on Monday, on New Year's Day, so far 84 confirmed dead. A downpour and possible snow now expected, raising the risk of landslides. List of those officially missing quickly ballooning up to 79, including a 13-year-old boy. The first 72 hours are pretty crucial to find survivors, and that's basically where we're at right now is the 72-hour mark after that huge earthquake in Japan on New Year's Day on Monday. We have a big 8 o'clock hour on the way, and part of that does include our weekly uh, Thursday morning feature about the Chiefs, our Minute with Mitch. We'll get a 60-minute preview of the Chiefs game coming up on Sunday in the regular season finale. So the Minute with Mitch, we're about 25 minutes out from that. That'll be after sports. 
And we do have entertainment news in the blur coming up as well in the 8 o'clock hour, Jad. That's right, a high-profile wedding, plus a couple of former football players in some, well... In some trouble. We'll tell you all about it coming up on The Blur. Very good, very good. Looking forward to it. Big 8 o'clock hour on the way. We'll also talk live with Fox News Radio's Jeff Manasso in Chicago about the new state flag of Minnesota. Good stuff coming up. KNSS News Time, 7.55. Good morning. It is 7.59. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Ted Woodward. Steve McIntosh has the day off. It is Thursday, January 4th. We've got weather on the way. We'll be taking a look at our weather forecast. We'll also be taking a look at court documents related to sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein unsealed. I'm Rodney Price. The first Sedgwick County Commission meeting of 2024 is in the books. A look at what they discussed is coming up. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Our weather is quiet now, but things are going to be changing by late tonight and tomorrow. A winter weather advisory has been issued across south-central Kansas. We'll talk about what that means here in just a few minutes. The first storm system of 2024 is going to be impacting south-central Kansas. What does that mean in terms of the timing and snow totals? We will explain in our complete forecast on the way. And currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the east. It is mostly sunny and 30 degrees. The Sedgwick County Commission holding its first meeting of the new year. The commission adopted their 2024 legislative platform, which focuses on appropriations and policy issues of public service, public safety, fiscal responsibility, and workforce and economic development that are important to the county to continue to maintain a high level of service and programs. Commissioner Ryan Beatty says the platform addresses the unique needs the county has. We have a job to contend for our constituents here locally. Um, our needs in Sedgwick County are different than uh, in Johnson County or in Saline County or in Riley County. We have unique needs here, and we've got to contend with our state delegation for serving our constituents here the best that we can. The platform will be presented to all members of the Kansas House and Senate. The 2024 Kansas Legislative Session begins Monday, January 8th. Rodney Price, KNSS News. More court documents related to sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein have been unsealed and reveal several high-profile names. The federal judge releasing nearly 200 names that were previously redacted from court documents filed in a since-settled defamation lawsuit brought by one of Epstein's accusers against Ghislaine Maxwell. Now, former President Bill Clinton is one of the biggest names here, and the documents detail his personal relationship with Epstein, including four trips Clinton took on the convicted sex offender's private plane in the early 2000s. Now, in the deposition, one victim was also asked if Epstein ever talked to her about Bill Clinton. She answered, Quote, he said one time that Clinton likes them young, referring to girls. And that's Fox's Brooke Singman with that report. A Wichita man is going to spend nearly 18 years in prison for the deaths of two people and the injuries of two others. 40-year-old Dennis Jackson pled guilty to charges of voluntary manslaughter in the deaths of 39-year-old Jose Alvarez and 22-year-old Neosha Allen. They, as well as two others, were shot. This all happened at a house party a little more than a year ago. A senior official in the United States Department of Education stepping down, citing President Biden's handling of the conflict in Gaza. Taria Habash, a special assistant in the Education Department, sent a letter to the Education Secretary that he cannot stay silent as he claimed the administration is, quote, turning a blind eye to the atrocities committed against Palestinian lives by Israel. 
Habash is a Palestinian-American who was appointed early in Biden's presidency as part of a build-out of the Education Department's focus on student loan forgiveness. In addition, 17 Biden re-election campaign staffers issued a warning this week in an anonymous letter saying that Biden could lose voters over the issue of the war between Israel and Hamas. The Biden campaign did not immediately respond. Ted Lindner, Fox News. A woman was injured. She was hit by a truck in East Wichita. This happened early last evening near Harry and Parkwood, just to the west of Harry and Edgemore. Officers found a woman in her 40s. She'd been hit while walking in the crosswalk by a truck. It was turning south from Harry onto Parkwood. The driver in this case is cooperating with the investigation. The deliberations over the location for the new state mental hospital are continuing. We're down to four sites, possibly, in Park City, Bel Air, and a couple of in Wichita. Uh, neighborhood opinions split. Some people say this kind of resource is needed, but others worry about the impact it could have on their neighborhoods. One of the four proposed locations for a new state psychiatric facility is the empty lot located off of uh, MacArthur and Meridian. And that's the subject of neighborhood debate for people that live close by that lot. What are youngsters doing with resolutions? And we have a new dog to add to the list. And very important information, our full weather forecast is coming up with uh, rain and snow on the way. So we'll want to pay attention to that, too. KNSS News Time is 8.04. It's 8.08 with Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Younger Americans are making New Year's resolutions. A new survey finds young people are more likely to make resolutions in 2024 as opposed to older Americans um, with over 60% of those in a CBS YouGov survey saying they plan to make one compared to just 15% of those aged 65 plus. While health and fitness goals top the list of the resolutions, the survey finds more and more Americans want to make faith a priority. Nearly 6 in 10 Americans say they want to pray more. Coming out of last year, Fox News polling found 53% say 2023 was a bad year for them. And another 66% believe it was a bad year for the country. And that's Fox's Lauren Green with that report. The American Kennel Club officially recognizing a new dog breed. They're courageous, happy, affectionate owners, and these little doggies even have a smile. Meet the Lancashire Healer, the newest addition to the list of recognized dog breeds by the American Kennel Club. It's a big deal for breeders of the small on stature, big on activity canines. It means the rare herding breed is now eligible for thousands of U.S. dog shows, including the prominent Westminster Kennel Club show. The American Kennel Club says there are only about 5,000 of these dogs that exist worldwide. John Saucier, Fox News. It's 810 with Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And right now in Wichita, as far as traffic is concerned, we're really not seeing any big problems. I'm seeing uh, some heavy traffic right now on K-15. That is between 31st and uh, MacArthur Road. Otherwise, things looking pretty good right now. Uh, also watch out in the road construction up there at the North Junction, I-135, I-235, and K-254. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And with weather on the way, let's pay attention with meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Some parts of south-central Kansas are dealing with some foggy conditions again today. 
Clouds increasing as we go throughout the afternoon with a high 44. Winter weather will start impacting south-central Kansas here tonight. A mix of rain and snow with a low 29. Occasional snow through tomorrow with a high 35. The potential of 1 to 3 inches is most likely. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the east. It is mostly sunny and 30 degrees here on this Thursday morning. It's 8-11 with Stephen Ted on KNSS. In recent years, we've seen Illinois, Michigan, Utah, Mississippi redesign their state flags. And now another state, Minnesota, is joining that list. Let's find out more with Fox News Radio's Jeff Manasso with us from Chicago this morning. Hello, Jeff. Hey, good morning to you. Yeah, the state of Minnesota getting a new official flag this spring that it says will reflect its motto of being the North Star State. Some controversy in this, though. It's replacing an old flag that uh, that pictured a Native American along with an early settler plowing a field. Some critics argued that that was racist, so they wanted a new one. This new flag design, uh, chosen out of a series of other public entries, includes a dark blue shape on the left uh, on the left side of the flag that kind of resembles the state of Minnesota. Uh, there's a white eight-pointed north star on that uh, dark blue spot. And then to the right is a, a light blue field that symbolizes the abundant waters that help define the land of 10,000 lakes, what Minnesota is known for. Uh, and so critics uh, of the new flag say it looks similar to the Somali flag. Uh, and as you know, with the Twin Cities being the largest Somali population in the West, um, though, Officials with with the state say, look, this has nothing to do with their decision, uh, noting that Iowa's flag looks exactly like France's and Texas's flag looks exactly like Chile's. Um, <laughs> I think most people probably don't care all that much. <laughs> I was going to ask you if the, there's an uproar in Minnesota over this or is this just a, a small contingent that's getting all this done? Yeah, I mean, some some people care. Some people don't. Some people probably don't even know. <laughs> they can get a new flag, uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean there there is some uproar. There's always controversy, no no matter what uh, these days, no matter what you do. Um, but this is going to be it. This is the new flag, uh, like it or not. Now I know why uh, Mississippi changed its flag. I, I saw your your state, Illinois, on the list. What did when did Illinois change its flag? So they're looking to redesign. They're in the process of redesigning. Um, the flag, not officially yet, so we, we don't know what to expect, but uh, it, 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 uh, it, it's likely underway. What's the, pro- what's the problem with it? I don't know. Okay, I, all I, right. I, 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 I don't know. And to be, to be quite honest with you, and maybe this underscores this story, I don't even know what the, the, the Illinois flag looks like. <laughs> which, which, yeah, like you, like you said, it's a big deal to some people and other people don't care and they go on with their lives no matter what's going on. Right. Hey, what's right. what's going on in Chicago today, Jeff? Well, uh, we're finally getting down into the chilly winter uh, months, and so we're expecting maybe some snow. Uh, beyond that, the uh, the the immigrant the uh, the immigrant uh, oh, yeah. crisis continues. Yeah. Uh, suburbs are are now uh, joining that uh, that fight. To, uh, to to block buses, uh, you know, approving restrictive ordinances just like Chicago did, aimed at curbing random drop-offs and unscheduled buses full of migrants from Texas. Um, 
So we'll see how that goes. Uh, as Texas Governor Greg Abbott continues sending migrants who are overrunning border towns by tens of thousands to destinations across the country uh, to alleviate Texas's strain uh, in Chicago. Uh, There are still over 15,000 migrants uh, in shelters, 27 shelters across the city, uh, living in police stations, living uh, at O'Hare Airport, uh, and more buses are are on their way. Planes are on their way. Um, Yeah, so that's what's happening in Chicago. Yep, not a good situation. Yep. Jeff, we appreciate your time this morning. Uh, Bundle up and stay warm, and thanks for being with us. Thank you, my friend. That's Fox News Radio's Jeff Manasso live this morning from Chicago telling us about the new state flag in Minnesota. There we go. It's 815 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. So, yeah, we're getting a little snow. And uh, he, uh, Jeff said Chicago's getting gonna go, going to get some snow. And then we got that big storm. Uh, looks like the New York City area may get nine inches of snow or something on the east. So we got the got a whole lot of marshmallow world type stuff here early on in the year of 2024 but you know it's that time of year going to have these storms uh affecting us as they come on by it's 816 with steve and ted here on knss uh there's a thai restaurant in fresno out california back in operation it was wrongfully accused of abusing a dog to turn it into meat once again this is a wrongful accusation uh it, it may be astonishing to some that a claim rooted in a racist stereotype took down a restaurant three years after Stop Asian Hate became a rallying cry. But for many Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders, putting out such damaging rumors in this day and age is not surprising. Dog eating is one of several archaic cliches related to Asian food and and identify something that has persisted in the United States for more than 150 years. After the pandemic further fueled anti-Asian hostilities, AAPI communities themselves have tried to take control of the narrative that Asian food is dirty, weird, and yet exotic. It's just easy to pigeonhole things like that. But, yeah, this poor uh, restaurant in Fresno got wrongfully accused, and it's uh, not a good situation there. People get uh, People get these ideas in their heads and go after it. It's 817 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Uh, why is Connecticut the Constitution state? Why? Uh, well, yeah, the Constitution was signed there, right? That's not right. No. The Constitution was signed in the Pennsylvania State yeah, House in, in Philadelphia. Yeah. So why is Connecticut the Constitution state? Uh, we, we have to go back to the early 1800s when a guy named John Fisk, who was a historian from Connecticut, And he claimed that the fundamental orders of 1638 and 1639 were the first written constitution in history. And then a former chief justice of the Connecticut Supreme Court backed up that claim and cited a book authored by a journalist who wrote that a group of men had never met uh, up to prescribe a set of rules and modes of government until a few men met in Connecticut. And they came together and wrote up the fundamental orders. Historians dispute a lot of this. Yeah. um... But... In the meantime, Connecticut became the Constitution state, and it sticks. So that's why Connecticut is the Constitution state. For it's the Constitution state because their history could be apocryphal. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, a little sure. bit. We'll go with that. All right. It is eight eighteen with Stephen Ted here on KNSS, and let's take a look at sports. We got some good uh, basketball news tonight. 
start out right here in town. It's the American Conference opener for the Shockers. The Wichita State men hosting North Texas tonight at Coke Arena. Mean Green, 7-5. and five. The Shockers are 8-5. and five. And it's, their records are very similar and it's expected to be a close game. FanDuel has the Shockers as the favorite on home court by a whopping point and a half. So it's expected to be close. Hey, it's going to be tough. It might be tough to score against the Mean Green tonight. North Texas come in, comes into the game fourth in the nation in defense, only allowing 59 points per game. So if you get 60 on the Mean Green, you're doing good. Wow. Might not see a lot of points tonight. Yeah. Uh, North Texas is a top 100 team coming in. So here we go. The conference opener tonight. The Shockers in North Texas. By the way, North Texas, a new member of the American Conference. But the Shockers and uh, the Mean Green were conference foes decades ago back in the Missouri Valley Conference back in the day. All right, here we go. And you got to pay attention to the game times tonight. Uh, Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl begin their pregame show at 7 o'clock. And the game tips off at 8 o'clock tonight at Coke Arena, 8 p.m. tip-off. And you can listen to the Shockers live, of course, on 103.7 KEYN. Shocker basketball tonight, conference opener at Coke Arena. Let's take a look at women's basketball last night uh, up in Manhattan. 11th-ranked Kansas State beat Houston big, 72-38. Senior Aoka Lee with 27 points, 11 rebounds. K-State freshman from Wichita, Zayanna Walker, had a career-high four assists. She also had four rebounds, scored 12 points, five of seven shooting from inside the arc. As K-State got the big win, K-State women are 14-1 and now on the season. They've won 10 straight home games, and they're ranked 11th in the nation. Huge women's game last night over in El Dorado. Both teams undefeated. Third-ranked Butler Community College hosting 11th-ranked Hutchinson. Wow. And the visiting team got the win. The Blue Dragons win at 73-54. Ooch. The Butler women, first loss of the year, now 12-1. The Hutchinson women still undefeated now at 13-0 and and ranked 11th in the nation. Big one there. Hockey in the National Hockey League last night. The Toronto Maple Leafs win on the road, beat Anaheim 2-1 over the Ducks in overtime out on the West Coast. Forward for the Maple Leafs, former Wichita Thunder player Bobby McMahon uh, did not finish the game. He got thrown out for a game misconduct for boarding a Ducks player in the second period. McMahon was done for the night. Man, he got in, got in a pretty good lick, according to Jad. Jad uh, looked yeah. that one up. I looked that one up. That was... That was rough. He might he might be seeing some further repercussions from that. We we'll see what the league has to there say about go. that one. The former Thunder player Bobby McMahon. Hey, the Maple Leafs won back to back games. Are in third place in the division. Let's go to pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Cleveland Cavaliers win at home, beat the Washington Wizards, one hundred forty to one hundred one. Starting at forward for the Cavaliers, former Kansas State Wildcat Dean Wade had three three rebounds and a couple of points. Coming off the bench for the Cavaliers, how about the rookie from Wichita State, Craig Porter? Four for five shooting on his way to eight points, three assists, and three rebounds. The Cavaliers snap a two-game losing streak. They're in the number seven spot in the Eastern Conference. And the Dallas Mavericks win at home last night, beat the Portland Trailblazers 126-97. to Coming off the bench for the Mavericks as the sixth man, former Kansas Jayhawk, Markeith Morris. He made a three-pointer. And also had three rebounds. Mavericks have won two out of three. Dallas in the number seven spot in the Western Conference in the NBA last night. 
And that's sports with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. It is 822 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Coming up, traffic and weather update and the impeachment hearing of Homeland Security Chief Mayorkas. Coming up next on KNSS. Chita's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Good morning. It is 8.33. You are listening to 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Currently mostly sunny and 30 degrees here on this Thursday morning, January 4th. A man has been sentenced to life in prison for a deadly shooting in Wichita. 40-year-old Shannon Cavett Jr. was found guilty in September in the killing of 49-year-old Dennis Haynes back in the summer of 2022. Also four counts of kidnapping. Cavett was sentenced to life with parole eligibility after 25 years. A co-defendant in this case scheduled for a hearing a week from today. Ukraine and Russia swapping hundreds of prisoners of war. Moscow says this deal is the result of complex negotiations mediated by the United Arab Emirates. 248 Russians are being returned and 200 Ukrainian prisoners sent back from Russia. It's the first agreement of its kind since August. Moscow's been accused in the past of trying to weaponize prisoners. Some of the Ukrainians taken captive were caught defending the Chernobyl nuclear power plant, Snake Island in the Black Sea and the city of Mariupol in the early months of the war. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. A couple from Great Bend was on their way to Wichita for a doctor's appointment and they hit a patch of black ice on the highway. Jill Lane said it happened early yesterday morning. Their van, driven by her husband John, began to slide, spin, and then rolled into a ditch. So when we finished rolling, I looked over at my husband. He was fully intact. We had no blood, no broken bones. We just looked at each other and just, it it was this huge, incredible sigh, like, we're okay. She credits her husband's driving skills and seatbelts for saving their lives. This flu season, we have a double threat. You got COVID infections on the rise, too. This flu season has already caused more than 7 million people to get sick in the U.S., according to CDC estimates. About 73,000 cases have been serious enough to require hospitalization, and 4,500 people have died. Although COVID causes more severe disease to the average person than flu, so many more people are infected with flu right now, says Vanderbilt University's Dr. William Schaffner. Flu is so dominant that there are more patients with influenza milder infections that can go home, but also people that need hospitalization. Experts say it's not too late to get a flu shot. And if you do get sick, call your doctor right away to get tested for flu and COVID. In Atlanta, Jonathan Seri, Fox News. Let's take a look at our weather forecast. Let's check in with meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have new data in that is showing a storm system arriving in south-central Kansas later on tonight and continuing through much of Friday It has the potential to bring us one to three inches of snow with some isolated higher amounts where snow bands set up up to five inches in some areas. We'll watch this carefully. Today's high 43. The wintry mix begins tonight. Cello 29, snow Friday and 35. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the east. It's mostly sunny and 30 degrees. 
851 with Steve and Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, a local business update from the business journalist coming up. Fed Reserve policymakers coming to some decisions. We'll have that. KNSS news time is 851. Now a look at three big things. Three. Ukraine and Russia swapping hundreds of prisoners of war. Two. Sedgwick County Commission holding its first meeting of the new year, putting up an agenda for state legislators to look at. One. Wichita State men's basketball tonight. The Shockers in the conference opener hosting North Texas. That game will tip off at 8 o'clock tonight at Coke Arena. Listen to the Shockers on 103.7 KEYN. Three big things with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Taking a quick look, the gasoline prices out there, that high end of 279 a gallon, that looks to be the most common price we're seeing out there easily now. So, uh, Retailers have kind of settled on that high end of 279 out there. There are still a few places where you can get uh, cheaper gasoline. Kellogg and Mays, 262. Same at uh, Central and 119th Street West. But, uh, yeah, for the most part, 279. Traffic update, 98.7, 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And a look at our weather forecast heading into uh, heading into this weekend, which starts a couple days. Interesting stuff. Uh, clouds increasing today, a high of 43 degrees. Overnight low tonight down to 29, and we're looking at uh, rain turning into snow overnight. Occasional snow tomorrow on Friday, looking at about a couple inches, and a high Friday, 35 degrees. Currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the east, mostly sunny, and 30 degrees here on this Thursday morning. Don't forget, Steve and Ted wraps up, and then we have the Glenn Beck program on between 9 and 11, and then the Dana Show after that. So make sure you stay tuned here on KNSS for great programming every day, all day long. Now it's time to look at a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. A Wichita dealership is one of five outside of California selling new Vietnamese-made VinFast electric cars. These are upscale cars, started about $46,000. You can go... On the speed from zero to 62 miles per hour in under five and a half seconds. Like a, kind of like a high end sports car. Uh, the, uh, the dealership is, uh, Car Store USA. That's off of Harry and Webb. Dealership started selling the cars this week. VinFast started seven years ago. It has U.S. headquarters in Los Angeles. It is a subsidiary of the Vietnam based Vin Group. Car Store USA dealership in Wichita has six of the new VinFast all-electric cars, and they'll be getting uh, six more in before the end of the week. The company plans to have at least 50 of them in stock by the end of the spring and leasing available for about 400 bucks a month, if you want to look into that. The Federal Reserve's policymakers concluding that inflationary pressures were easing, job market cooling. In response, officials choosing to leave the key interest rate unchanged for a third straight time, signaling that they expected to cut rates three times during this year. Fed officials indicated in their own interest rate forecast that a lower benchmark rate would be appropriate by the end of this year, given the steady progress towards taming inflation. Meanwhile, look at the stock market today. Got some uh, differing results. Stocks are really struggling so far to take off in the new year. Uh, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is up nearly a third of a percent. However, the NASDAQ is down nearly a third of a percent on the day. Some of those stocks that are moving right now, uh, Walgreens Boots Alliance stock is down 11%. Uh, that's not good. Jeff's Brands is up 40%. Some of that stock going well. Uh, Dish Network stock is down nearly 2% on the day so far. This is very early trading, so yeah. we'll see how things shake out throughout the day. 
There you go. That is a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. 855 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS here on this Thursday. Once again, we're keeping an eye on the weather because uh, looking at uh, rain turning into snow overnight. And they're talking about a couple of inches of snow probably in our area. But you know how snowstorms work. Sometimes they shift a little bit. and If they shift one way, you get uh, a dusting. If you shift the other way, you get five or six inches. So you never know. Never know what will happen. But we are yeah. expecting some snow, a little bit of measurable snow at least, uh, starting overnight and then into tomorrow. So we'll have you updated. We'll keep you updated on what goes on with the uh, with the weather when you're here live with Steve and Ted on KNSS every day. And we'll be here tomorrow morning on Friday. Hey, thanks for listening. Stay tuned, like we said, for Glenn Beck and the Dana Show with Dana Lash, then the Sean Hannity Show. we got news updates for you all day long. And we're glad you've been with us here on this Thursday, the first Thursday of the year, January 4th. Steve and Ted in the morning, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita. Go Shocks! Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.